Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. And Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the comics that we make, starting with Ed Piscor's Red Room, the Anti-Social Network, and Trigger Warnings. The first two collections of Red Room, these contain four complete stories. They can be read in any order, so whichever book you encounter first is the one to start with. My latest comics, Hulk Grand Design Monster Madness, also in stores now with an oversized treasury collection coming in early 2023, so you need to pre-order that one. If you haven't already picked these up, grab them while they're still available. And Street Angel Deadly Scroll Live, back in print from Image Comics after being away for almost a year, so grab this one while uh, the printing lasts. Eight complete full-color stories and perfect for any reader, including you. I should also mention, Ed will be at the Tokyo Comic-Con. Talk about a big Comic-Con event. At the end of last weekend in November, along with Jeff Darrow and a host of other cartoonist kayfabe favorites. So seek him out if you're anywhere near Tokyo in the end of November. So today we are going to look at Bootleg Dojinshi Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I should say, Washed Up Midlife Crisis Turtles. Ed, these are amazing. The so much fun. The conceit is right there, right? Turtle Boys, they've been around for about 35 years. What if they grow up? That's exactly right. <laughs> Middle age. And what if they're the age of the people who have the most fondness for them? It's brilliant. It's brilliant in every way. Like, I was reading these things this week. We picked these up in Baltimore from, from Ben Sherry. So shout out to Ben for bringing these things by. I'm not sure exactly who conceived of this, but shout outs to whoever did because it's a brilliant idea. But talk about you reading these in bed like you say... And uh, we are an age where I can now relate to the washed-up midlife crisis <laughs> version of these turtles. A lot of knee cartilage talk. Yes. <laughs> Taking pain pills to continue their uh, fight with evil. <laughs> and uh, they did these. It's, it, they're very fun. You can see they're just black and white photocopies, but different color construction paper for your covers. So, you know, here's uh, multiple volume ones, red and green, yellow and orange. I think uh, they actually gave us another set of colors, too, for Tom Scioli's set. So... Yeah, you know, it's a it's a really simple from a production standpoint, but that's all you need when you have quality on the pages. These are doujinshi. Totally. Absolutely, man. You know, fan-made comics. Uh, it's a it's a huge market in Japan in Japan where there might be 50 to 1000 uh doujinshi printed up. There are a whole like printing like factories, print presses, and I'm not talking about like print on demand like we do in America. I'm talking about forklifts with the big paper rolls that only publish and print doujinshi so you know their convention kamiket is uh sees a crowd of 750,000 people coming through which is three times that of san diego comic-con this is a very big part of japanese comics culture and i like the idea of promoting that here in the states especially when we in corporate comics it's so um, commodified and there's really nothing interesting being done. And in these licensed comics where IDW or like, you know, the, whoever owns the licenses, you're not getting royalties on that shit. You're getting bottom of the barrel pay rates and stuff. So it, their pay rates, it's not much more than zero dollars. You know what I mean? So make the Turtles comic you want without getting any bullshit approvals and, 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 and put it out into the universe. Uh, the other cool thing about these is that it's not unlike the Mirage comics in a way that are not Kevin Eastman and Peter Lair, right. where you just get different interesting people to do their take 
and and give them a space to do whatever they want. Turtles in space, you know, turtles uh, hardcore. Absolutely. And going back to like the Mirage stuff, like you can see grays of all stripes. Some I think are probably digital. Some are like screen tones. You can even see the edges of the uh, of the sketchbooks. This is this is dope. Go go back just real quick, man, because there's this part where like the young kid his son has the has the foot clan <laughs> uh insignia on his chest and the old turtle is like do you understand what we went through with that like in my family like this has happened my mom tells me the story of like i think the iron cross was like worn by hippies and shit right and, and my, my my aunt karen uh had an iron cross locket my grandfather was in the battle of the bulge was a tank destroyer has a purple heart and he saw that shit on her fucking neck, ripped it off. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, don't you dare wear that in this house. That's what's brilliant about something like this. Like, not an uncommon story for, you know, a generation to, to do that. And uh, some disconnect there. And so we're going to follow the son as he's going through. We get to see another turtle all, like, just strung out, passing out on drugs in the, in the turtle battle van. I, I like to think that's Mikey, <laughs> man. Like, like, I feel like that dude was on some ludes or something. And guess what? Ultimately, this kid that's kicked out of his house... Got Ends radicalized. up with the Foot Clan. Yeah, got, got radicalized, and and uh, the, you see, like n nobody's looking at each other's pages probably because some of the jokes yeah. they hit carry on throughout. For sure. And I think even with that one, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what if I told you we had a warehouse with a half pipe arcade and all kinds of rad ninja shit? You know, like every single kid when you see that first movie. And you see the warehouse where it's all the dopest arcade games of the day, Street Fighter Two, shit like that. There's fish pool, fish, uh, fish bowls, and half pipes, and the um, the main dudes are hooking little kids up with like cartons of cigarettes and stuff. <laughs> like it's a, it's a little kid's dream. Totally. And so there will be parts where uh, there will be like radicalization of Foot Clan, and and it, and it will be like, hey, we can give you all the cigarettes you want, kid. How great is this hand drawing of the fingers and the thumb in the different positions? Oh, yeah. This is uh, almost like a duo shade on top of that one, too. There's so many... Most of these stories look pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. And if you go, if you just go back real quick, uh, these are the late period toys. Wingnut, Screw Loose. I forget what the weird chef guy was. But these are the toys that are worth like a lot of money because they're like the least of right. them. So you have the cool battle scene, and then you flip, and then... Uh, you realize it's just a little dude playing with toys. Like there had to be one of those stories. Yeah, in here. classic conceit for this kind of a, an idea. But sure, very uh, zine-like some of these assemblages. You know, I feel like this is totally like something that uh, it would be your underground, self-published kind of style. And the thing with the turtles is they're so flexible. Yes. Like you can really interpret them in all these different ways. And like you can see, there's good cartooning going on oh, here. Yeah. And it's a totally different style and voice than the previous two stories. There's a lot of darkness. <laughs> Cerebus showing up. Got to. So one of them had to do that. This is amazing. I love this drawing. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's like real outlaw energy to to a lot of this. So this is Ben. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. This is another one, you know, like having all these different styles in the same anthology really makes each style sing, in my opinion. <laughs> and we were talking about like the Turtles doujinshi and stuff, and he was like, there's way less incestual gay sex uh, in, <laughs> in, uh, in, in these doujinshi. Gotta Leaning love the, more uh, towards the, the outlaw violence. The black blood of the outlaw violence. And you get a lot of that, like, oh man, my, my knees can't take it. I'm not, I'm not climbing that ladder down to the sewer. Like, let's go catch an Uber. 
All this fighting and for what? A wasted life with nothing to show for it? It's not fair. <laughs> it's great. It's so funny. That's the thing, too. Don't know how to tell people how to get these. Yeah, I have no idea. But definitely can tell people how to make it. You get you and your buddies and you come up with a really good idea and everybody does four-page stories. Yeah. This one, this is one of the dark ones. This is... Uh, this is um, Michelangelo. He's tired of being the rube. You know, he's trying tired of being the court jester. Uh, what's that? What's that Watchmen joke, man? Uh, the 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 the, uh, the guy goes to uh, a psychiatrist and says, "I'm depressed. I'm sad. I'm lo I'm lonely. I'm not feeling well." And uh, the doctor prescribes, "Go to the circus. Pagliacci the clown is in town." He will uh, lift your spirits as the guy begins to cry. I am Pagliacci the clown. <laughs> like that's 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 our Michelangelo right here, man. He's tired of being the boob. He's no longer the party dude. Yeah, he's on he's on uh, psych meds. He's dealing with all of this stuff. You know, probably like um, PTSD on a psychological level, and then CTE on on the just brains getting kicked around the alleys physically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> are we ninja or are we suppressed Irish Catholics? <laughs> you know, professing his love to Irma from from the from the news agency, a little Reed, Reed Fleming. Fleming cameo. Yeah, man, they were buds, they were partying, and now it's all over. Oof, it's all over. And hey, Mister Smart Guy, hey, Mister Leader, you know, just like very antagonistic toward his brethren when he blows his brains out, and uh, when one of the turtles shows up. They lose their lunch because of the uh, the sight. Yeah, yeah, that 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 one is definitely dark. Yeah, I think there's one more real dark one in this in this one. A lot of uh, a lot of fighting amongst the brothers, which is kind of funny. Like, uh, I have a good friend who hasn't talked to his brother in like six years. I was just listening to Dane Cook, who had his brother arrested. He was like his accountant. Hasn't oh. talked to him in like five years. But, you know, like, this stuff happens. It's weird, you know, but not uncommon. Like, it comes through if you're doing this midlife crisis kind of stuff. Like, there's reality on these pages that I would not expect to work with the Turtles, <laughs> and somehow it works better than than you could have ever hoped. Here's a good one, man. Like, it's April O'Neil reporting that there are, like, green bodies being found, like, just in pulps and, and totally fucked up and just destroyed. And then it cuts to an interrogation room where this like detective, you know, McNulty is like, dude, we were ju we just picked you up on charges of giving, giving cigarettes to underage kids. Once again, like the Foot Clan Good thing. Back. Now you're talking about murders and stuff, and he's confessing to destroying the turtles. Yeah, killed those insufferable turtles. But the cop is like, listen, man, it's not illegal. Yeah, like you know, might get you on like animal cruelty charges or something, but who cares? It's just turtles. It's so good. And he's like, "Who am I without Ninja Turtles?" Yeah, yeah. Which is the the age old question about the supervillains. And I really like the art in this story too. Yeah. And I I can't really put my finger on why, but there's something about the lettering and the line art that's that's a, just has a Fourth Thunder vibe to it. It does. Yeah. It feels like what I want in a comic like this. Yeah. And, and this one, I think it's like we got to get together and kill, kill all the kids who supported us or something like that. Yeah. So wild. So pretty fun. The second one to me has some of the uh, even better artwork in it, which I wonder how that happens. Like if they do an issue one and then people are like, I need to do a story of the midlife. <laughs> right. Gorgeous. 
yeah and i pause on the on our opening pages just so everybody can kind of see like i like this if you're going to do your credits have your follow info in there too you know yeah. wh whatever i can track you down on social media like that's the way to do it if you're going to do this stuff i mean barring the lawyers that might come after you <laughs> but otherwise like yeah put your name on this stuff and love this art very strong and and i mean this comfortably could have existed in the mirage comic space absolutely Almost like an Eric Haven approach with lettering. And it's funny here too, like one of the turtles is like a QAnon. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, it's gonna make us look bad. It's gonna mess up my, my business with the gyms. These all stuff just... that you could see coming out of like headlines, you know, like it, it, it all, the stories all make sense. Yeah. Uh, the designs, like taking yes. existing characters and just kind of pushing it into this dude's own style and, and all like it's just, just beautiful. I love it. And Each that's- of these this artist right i i don't know i'm pretty sure that this is this artist because this is one of the styles that i just yeah i love it and you can see i, I think that's the same artist but really uh strong stylistically you mentioned about how these would fit as like uh you know a mirage i'd buy a full issue of this in a heartbeat total outlaw energy man that giant foreshortening foreshortening of the foot coming through silhouettes grimacing faces yeah kicked in the face yeah just great cartoon pushing that nose down Good use of a black background, you know, to, to, to change this up as it goes. And then here we go, man. This is another good looking. I don't know if there's a stinker in this bunch. No. But here we are popping some meds to dull the pain of the, uh, <laughs> my bones hurt, but my blade is thirsty. <laughs> well, he's going to quench that thirst when you turn the page, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Classic outlaw, cutting in half, literally. Nice uh, end credits, too, you know, like, it's good look, good, good looking. This is genius, and I don't even know if the dude even was thinking in these terms, but that, uh, I was going to say Lee Elias, but it's like Elias Codius or something. Like, the guy who played Casey Jones okay, in the first gotcha. flick is bald like that oh, right now. Oh, man, that's brilliant. <laughs> he's totally bald like that. You could find him, he's in that uh, Cronenberg crash flick, I think, and he's in um, Sopranos that's for one so episode. Funny. But he's got that male pattern baldness with the comb over and all that, man. So, like, I don't know if the dude planned it that way, but it's perfect. Yeah, I'm going to give him credit because it's just too good. It is great. <laughs> the turtles look so old in this one, too, man. All shriveled up and wrinkled. It's, it's a good-looking turtle. Might be more turtle-like than the regular Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's that fun thing, too, where, like, tortoises can be, like, over 100 years old. You know, mm -hmm. like, like Rob Liefeld will take pictures of the tortoise that, like, lived at his, in his backyard since California became California and shit like that. Like, like it's, you know, 106 year old tortoise that just shows up by his pool. <laughs> and like, I have friends who have like turtles that are maybe a hundred years old, like living on their property in California. So it's like, they, they could, there's a lot of room to move. We could do the octogenarian, you know, black belt turtles at some point. Yeah. So you guys need to get this band back together in 30 years and let's see the, uh, the dojinshi then. <laughs> Even look at the rat. <laughs> They also look like the most fever dream, like showbiz pizza, uh, you know, maquettes or whatever. This is another one I think, like I really like that that panel. It's so it's so much fun. Yeah, yeah, light on the story. Absolutely, but who cares? Yeah, I mean, I guess the complaint would be like, do more of it. Same here, like this is almost Victor Cairo or something. Yeah. Like, just drawing the heck out of this stuff. Lemmy, Dimebag, Morrison, and Randy. Yeah, it's funny. See, there's no lawyers coming after them. 
Yeah, that's safe. Look how badass those turtles look, all cut up and scarred up and bloody. Yeah, like when I, whenever he hooked us up with them, I'm like, okay, there's got to be an Eric Talbot like type dude picking up the mantle, and like, this is pretty close to it. The one earlier too yeah, mm -hmm. is real close, also. Master Shitter. <laughs> <laughs> so silly. The shredder's like a cheese grater. Yeah. Like man. his body. <laughs> this is so great too, like right out of a sketchbook. Yeah. Almost uh, early David Show roughs or something like that. This stuff has that energy too. Like if you ever look at like slow jams and we have a video on that, I don't know. It's just like an outsider art approach to this stuff. Working in sketchbooks, bringing in collage elements, bouncing around style-wise. You know, like that's really a great panel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's one of those things where like there's no, no promise of making a dollar on this kind of thing. So it's like, what time do you have to spend? And making the most of that time that you have to spend to to like make these. Uh, Dojinchi for the for the fun of the culture, you know, just like, for the, for the love of the comics. Yeah, it's goddamn right. Yeah, for sure. And you know, there's these elements that do cross over into like the outlaw styles. Turtles lend themselves really well to outlaw. <laughs> Look at that skullet on Casey. Did you fuck my wife? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because uh, it's just describing the guys, man. And it's like, okay, where the turtle, where the foot show up, Casey Jones is Kansas City Johnson, married the reporter, had twins, but when the third baby came, it was part turtle. Oh boy. As one quarter turtle. <laughs> this is almost like a um, Steve Martin tangent. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, the arrow gimmick. Love it though. Look at their lair. They're playing video games with just weapons on the wall behind them. And it's the bros, you know, it's, it's Raph and Casey, like, like they're, they are hetero life mates, man. <laughs> Dude, you ever shoot up horse into your tail, dude? <laughs> yeah, it's Mondo Gecko chilling, man. Like, if if anybody was uh, was hardcore, it would be Mondo Gecko. Uh, this is this is so fun. This is such an inside joke. Cause I was like, well, how does he fit in? Cause he's got the Minor Threat shirt, and he says, Nah, man, you know I'm nailed to the X and Minor Threat, is a famous straight edge band. And what and, and this is like this is really like Elon Musk, man. This is, this is Donatello is the Elon Musk of the turtles, and he's using his his uh <laughs> metal superiority. I don't know if you read the comic boxes on the back shelf. Nine point six plus graded MCU keys to be listed and kayfabe affected. Amazing. <laughs> oh, that's great. Enzo Garza, Gut Ghost, I think is his uh he was in Jacksonville the week before this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I've, I've seen him at Heroes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So much fun. Fake ads, you know, like it's just it's perfect. Yes. Yes. Uh so I mean we're we're recording a doujinshi next week that is like handsomely printed. We did what did we do last week that was sexy, man? Oh man, I don't know, but we need to start the playlist. Yeah, this is another one of those the bootleg, the doujinshi, you know the what amateur it was? press. It was that uh, Batman Nightfall joint. A That's couple, right. A couple yes, weeks yeah. back, man. Uh, so like, doujinshi is happening here in the states. We're capturing it, and if you're making doujinshi. Maybe you send it to us, and and we put some eyeballs on it. If it's good, if it's clever, if it's fun, if it's if it's skilled and stuff, uh, because this is a ball. And corporate comics is failing us. We like the characters, we like the turtles. I picked up 
a Turtles comic when I was at the shop last, there wasn't a fucking turtle in it. It was all kinds of other Muppets and, and furries and shit like that. <laughs> There's an audience for that, too. <laughs> sure. But these are people, for the love of comics, playing with the characters and tropes that, that are near and dear to their hearts. You fill in on every page, and it's very revitalizing to a comics creator who is... Who, I'm nonplussed by the work coming out, like, at at the corporate level with editorialism involved and corporate gatekeeping to make sure that their licenses don't get abused. Fuck it. Abuse the licenses, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're going to hurt anybody's value with these things, but they are amazing to see. And it goes back. You know, there is almost an underground history of this stuff. We looked at, like, uh, Jeffrey Brown's Wolverine comic oh, yeah. on here. Um, that's a, That would be an example of this. You know, it's, it's somebody that's just going... Uh, off, off the grid with these characters and doing their own thing and putting their style on it. And I love seeing it. So much fun, man. You totally. go? Yeah. K-Fabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. Jimmy, tell the people what's out there, man. Street Angel, Deadliest Girl Alive is back in comic shops now. Eight complete full-color stories from Image Comics of the Homeless Ninja on a Skateboard. Pick that one up in time for the holiday season. The Hulk Grand Design Monster Madness. The comic books are in stores now while supplies last. The oversized Treasury Edition will be in stores in early 2023. Pre-order that one now. The way printing is, you don't want to be left out. I think it's the best book I've ever designed. Join me on patreon.com slash jimrug where you can download a lot of my out-of-print zines and mini-comics, including my latest PDF there, which is a collection of all my freelance cover art, uh, along with some notes behind that. So if you're into art if you're into process that is for you so join me on patreon and ed red what room, about you red room trigger warnings red room the anti-social network are the books that are currently uh, out on the stands uh, right now murder on the dark web for fun and profit is the name of the game in red room comics and each of these books contains four complete stories as well as 70 pages plus of additional material uh, i'm serializing new comics at my patreon patreon.com slash ed piscor for three bucks which is less than a penny a page at this point uh you're going to get new strips every tuesday uh super good value and these comics that are uh, up on there aren't going to be seen uh in paper form for for quite some time um hit up my link tree in the description below this video to get to all those uh links and destinations jimmy let the people know what else we have out there maybe we, we got some visual aids over there subscribe to the cartoonist kayfabe e-newsletter at the links below this video you can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, merchandise, stickers, fanny packs, and more at our spread shop, also in the links below this video. Another great way to support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel, giving us marching orders, will be on our way. Make more comics. Make more doujinshi. <laughs>